0: This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Glory to God. We're going to be coming out of 2 Timothy 3.15. 2 Timothy 3.15. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our scripture we're going to start off today is 2 Timothy 3.15. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, which is a, a more modern English translation of the bible uh for our modern ears amen that we might understand a little bit better amen glory to god so 2 Timothy 3:15 amen in this account hallelujah paul this is one of the uh pastoral uh epistles or letters amen that paul wrote to Timothy Timothy was his mentee amen the apostle paul who wrote 13 some think 14 of the books of the New Testament, amen, had a mentee in Timothy, amen, and he was trying to train him to be uh, a pastor, amen. He went on to be the pastor at Ephesus, amen. Glory to God. Holiday. Timothy was um, half Jewish, half Greek, amen. Glory to God. And Paul took him under his wing, amen. And here he's saying to Timothy, As we begin reading 2 Timothy 3.15, New Living uh, Translation, it says, You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they were given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So here the Bible, through the writing of Paul, tells us that it is the inspired or the God-breathed word of God, that may mean something to us here in church, amen, but everybody doesn't believe in our Bible. Even some of us in church, amen, holiday, that may be new or skeptical, amen, are wondering why do we rely so heavily on this book as the Word of God? Didn't they just make up them stories about a flood and let there be light and all of these kind of things? Yeah, I remember witnessing years ago, amen. I was with my friends, amen. They was like, you know, why do you have so much trust in this book? It's that's just a book. What's going on? The the Bible had no authority in their lives because they were not believers and they had not yet had evidence to put their trust in what it had to say to many people it's just a fantasy a fairy tale and a myth but is that the case hallelujah with that said amen glory to god next slide please amen today's message is the bible reliable is it really the word of god Is it something that we can stand on? Amen. It's teachings. It's doctrines. Amen. It's principles. Amen. Is it something, hallelujah, that we can guide our lives from? Is it reliable? Did they make it up? Is Jesus a fantasy? Are we all wasting our time here? And we should all be out here sinning and just doing what we want to do and just die. What is going on here? Hallelujah. Is the Bible reliable? Let me say this, amen, before we pray, amen. If you are like me, hallelujah, glory to God. I did get saved because I heard a fire and brimstone message, amen, that challenged me about where I would go if I were to die, and I didn't have an answer, hallelujah, And I gave my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But beyond that, I did not really have a lot of evidence other than saying I'm living by faith of why I am a Christian. Amen. And what God has me in this season, amen, is offering us the evidence that God is real. And today that the Bible is reliable. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because we all should have a reason for why we believe, amen, hallelujah, according to, uh, I believe it's 1 Timothy 3.15, hallelujah. We should always have a reason for why we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, hallelujah. Join me as I pray, amen. Father God, we thank you and praise you for today, we thank you for every soul gathered here today, we thank you for every soul that is joining us on this video recording, Lord God, and this audio recording, Lord. Now Father God, we need a word from you. But this task you are given me is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Nourish your people today. Feed them out of your word today like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody in agreement with that prayer, just say amen. Hallelujah. Is our Bible... That big old book we got on grandma's table or grandma left for us, hallelujah. That thing, amen, that we got it in plastic bags in our homes, hallelujah. Or that thing that's very dusty (laughs) that hasn't been opened very frequently. Is it reliable? Amen. Next slide, please. Let's talk about credibility. Amen. When I went to college, it was all about finding if your sources, those things you use to write your term papers, are they credible? Hallelujah. What does it mean to be credible? Hallelujah. The credibility of the Bible. It is the quality of being convincing, persuasive, conclusive, amen, or telling, or quite simply believable. Is it believable? Is the account, amen, of the Red Sea believable? Amen. Is Noah's ark believable hallelujah glory to god we're going to take a look at that today next slide please amen saints christianity and thus the new testament is based on an event did you know that your christianity is based on an event hallelujah and this event motivated the nine writers of the new testament to record what they witnessed and learned the creed of first corinthians 15 written by paul speaks of this event amen hallelujah hallelujah Christianity is built on an an event. It is the foundation. This event is the foundation of why we are Christians, and we're going to learn about it in a second. Amen. Some of you might have guessed already. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Before we get into that, amen, hallelujah, this passage of Scripture, amen, as viewed by scholars to be a creed that I'm about to read to you, amen, from First Corinthians 15. A creed is not a movie, amen, or a spinoff of the Rocky series, amen, but a creed is a formal statement of Christian beliefs, or more universally, it is a set of beliefs or aims which guide someone's actions, amen. There is, hallelujah, a creed, hallelujah. Let me help out the people that are in the house right now, hallelujah, because it stopped mirroring. Hallelujah. And I want you guys to see these scriptures and these notes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank God for Wi-Fi. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're getting there. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It's taking its time. Amen. Let's see how we're doing now. How are we? Oh, we were back. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. A creed, a formal statement of Christian beliefs, or it's a set of beliefs, or aims which guide someone's actions amen what i'm about to read to you guided the actions of the early church let's take a look at it next slide please we're coming out of 1 corinthians 15 and 3 this is also the apostle paul he's talking to the church at corinth i once explained to you amen that corinth was a rough city it was like a combination of our three biggest cities in america uh, or three most famous holiday in new york las vegas and um, la hallelujah glory to god and got chicago and dallas and houston all i understand holiday but it, it had a mixture it was an urban center amen and it had all of the challenges that our major cities not only here in america but across the world had amen glory to god so let's read what paul has to say he says for i delivered unto you first of all that which i also received how that christ died For our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, hallelujah, to prove that he was dead, hallelujah, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures, hallelujah. This is the gospel message here, hallelujah, and that he was seen of Cephas. Cephas is another way of saying Peter, hallelujah. He was seen of Peter and then of the twelve. We know that Judas passed away, but this is, they referred to the original apostles as the twelve, even after Judas passed away. Hallelujah. He hung himself, amen, because he had betrayed Jesus. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse six. After that, he was seen of above 500 brethren at once. My God. Hallelujah. So there was a group of people that saw him all at once. Hallelujah. And of whom the greater part remain unto this present. Amen. How they talking about the time when uh, Paul wrote this? But some are falling asleep. So some passed away. After that, he was seen of James, James, the brother of Jesus. Did you know that James did not believe that Jesus was the Christ, amen, while Jesus lived before his crucifixion? Hallelujah, James and Jude. Matter of fact, there was one instance, amen, in the Bible where Jesus' earthly family thought it was crazy, and they were trying to come and get him. They were like, Master, Master, your family's here. They were coming to get him because they thought they was crazy. Calling himself God. Hallelujah. He said, Who is my family? He, but those that believe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he was seen by James, and James went on to be the pastor of the Jerusalem church. Hallelujah. And then wrote a book, a Holiday of the New Testament. Then all of the apostles or the other apostles, hallelujah, that were not of the original twelve. And last of all, he was seen of me, of or Paul, as of one born out of due time. Hallelujah. Paul always has this separa- self-deprecating amen hallelujah view of himself based on his persecution of the church amen glory to god this is the creed or how the early members of the church guided their behavior they believed in the resurrection of jesus christ it changed their lives the apostles the original 12 Hallelujah, glory to God, We're scared and ran and were hidden after Jesus' crucifixion. It was the women that saw Jesus first. And ladies, amen, you live in the greatest time of women there ever was, amen, because back in the days of Jesus, amen, the testimony of a woman was not highly regarded. For the Bible writers to put that the women saw Jesus first and the mighty apostles were scared and hiding away, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, is something that is not easily told unless it is true. You don't put embarrassing things about yourself in a holy document, amen, unless it is true, hallelujah, glory to God. These early believers, hallelujah, had their lives changed dramatically because they had seen the risen Christ with their own eyes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. We're going to take a look at non-Christian historians agree that the First, Corinthi- the First Corinthians 15 Creed was written shortly after the crucifixion. Amen. So that we see that it's not just... Us Christians, amen, but non-Christians acknowledge, amen, glory to God, that the passage I just wrote to you was authentic and it was written, hallelujah, within uh, some believe a few months and some believe a few years after Christ came crucifixion amen let's take a look at some of these non-christian hallelujah historians amen next slide please we're going to look at greg luderman uh gerd excuse me gerd luderman holiday he was an atheist or or uh, he did not believe in god Uh, atheist new testament professor so we have people studying the new testament that aren't even christians and he says the elements in the tradition are to be dated to The first two years after the crucifixion of Jesus, not later than three years, the formation of the appearance traditions mentioned in 1 Corinthians 3-8 through fall into the time between 30 and 33 CE, or the Common Era. So this man, this non-Christian, confirms to us or offers us evidence based on his studies that this passage that I read, hallelujah, was authentically written, amen, hallelujah, anywhere between a few months to a few years after Jesus' crucifixion. We're talking about evidence today. We're talking about is the Bible reliable? Hallelujah. If you were an eyewitness, you would have wanted to write that down as soon as possible. This impactful event, hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're going to look at another non-Christian scholar, Robert Funks. There are people studying your Bible, hallelujah. They don't even don't believe in your Savior, hallelujah. Non-Christian scholar, founder of the Jesus Seminar, hallelujah. You found the Jesus Seminar and you're a non-Christian, hallelujah. He says, the conviction that Jesus had risen from the dead had already taken root by the time Paul was converted, about 33 CE, or the common era, on the assumption that Jesus died about 30 CE, the time for development was thus two or three years at most, amen. He is qualifying as a non-Christian, amen, as an outsider, amen, that this was an early writing, amen, hallelujah, that this was an authentic writing, amen, that Paul wrote as a witness of Christ let's do one more amen so I don't bore you too much next slide please Michael Golder hallelujah the atheist New Testament professor at Birmingham it goes back at least to what Paul was taught when he was converted a couple of years after the crucifixion hallelujah see so he's saying a couple of years would be two years after the crucifixion amen hallelujah here we have non-Christian writers hallelujah confirming amen That this creed written in 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 8, amen, hallelujah, was an early authentic writing by the Apostle Paul. We're headed somewhere. We're talking about is the Bible reliable or is it a fantasy? Is it a book of myths and fairy tales and fairies? And just nice stories to read to our children at night out of the children's Bible that they might go to sleep. I remember I used to, I used to s- read that to Cheyenne, amen, and I used to sing to her, God has not given us the spirit of fear. She doesn't remember holiday. God has not, because g- she was scared to go to sleep, and I had to sing that holiday over and over again, hallelujah. And then when the kids got earlier, older, amen, hallelujah, I had to sing to them, amen. Um, I did the Lord's, uh, uh, was the Lord's, uh prayer amen hallelujah and i used to do uh psalm 23 with them amen hallelujah and then had to tickle them amen to help them really go to sleep hallelujah glory to god but is our bible just relegated to that or is it reliable we have just read from three non-christian scholars amen hallelujah that they confirmed the reliability of the first corinthians 15 3 through 8 passage hallelujah glory to god hallelujah is the is the bible reliable next slide please now we're going to take a look at the argument of why the New Testament portion of the Bible is reliable. And we're going to base it off of the passage we just read, 1 Corinthians 15, which states the life, the death, the burial and the resurrection of Christ. Amen. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Saints, prior to meeting Jesus and experiencing his resurrection, the eight Jewish writers, there are nine New Testament writers, but only eight were jewish amen the, the ninth was luke luke was a gentile amen and a physician and associate of paul hallelujah so prior to meeting jesus and experiencing his resurrection the eight jewish writers excluding luke of the new testament would have so this is the state that the jewish people were in or the mindset that they had amen or how they conducted their lives amen number one they would have been believers in yahweh yahweh is uh the eternal existent one hallelujah glory to god and felt secure as god's chosen people they were descendants of abraham they would have felt like they were god's chosen people amen and they didn't need to do anything beyond what uh the lord told them amen to be accepted by god and to go to heaven this was their mentality, amen. This is what their mindset was, hallelujah, glory to God. Number two, they participated in animal sacrifice to cover, to temporarily cover their sins, amen. They were into practices, amen, religious practices that they thought they were all right, hallelujah. Number three, amen, they were followers of the law of Moses that conduct that uh, instructed their. Behavior, day-to-day behavior, amen. They were good. We're God's chosen people, amen. The rest of you are heathen. We are God's people. You can't tell us a thing. This is their mentality. This is how the the disciples, hallelujah, and the the Jewish mindset, amen. Of the first century would have been, hallelujah. They were monotheistic, monotheistic, hallelujah. I read to you the Shema, amen, hallelujah. A few weeks ago, amen, hallelujah. They believed in one God, hallelujah. They didn't, they didn't understand anything or have a concept of any kind of trinity hallelujah they partook partook in sabbath keeping amen hallelujah every saturday amen they observed the sabbath amen glory to god number six they looked forward to a conquering messiah Oh, Christ's return. Messiah and Christ are the same thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our Messiah is going to come back. Amen. And drive out this Roman Empire. Amen. And set up again. Hallelujah. The monarchy in jerusalem hallelujah sit on his throne and one day he will hallelujah glory to god hallelujah they were looking for a conquering king amen hallelujah they were looking for a hero but in a way that they expected it and not in the way that god intended amen his thoughts are not our thoughts his ways are not our ways hallelujah glory to god and number seven they partook in circumcision amen which was a sign of the covenant that they were in amen each male person amen glory to god had his male parts, hallelujah, uh, 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 cut off the extra skin, amen, hallelujah, that was on their male parts, amen, as a sign of a covenant. Covenant means to cut, amen. They had a part of their bodies cut, amen, to show that they were a part of the covenant, the old covenant between them and God, hallelujah. What is the conclusion from this, hallelujah? The conclusion is that they had no motivation to create another religion, Particularly since they were comfortable in their view that they were God's chosen people. We're good. We're doing the right thing already. We're God's chosen people. The rest of y'all are heathens, the rest of y'all are lost. We're descendants of Abraham. We're good. Dare I say, I I can't even eat with you. I'm better than you. Child of Abraham. Moses, my ancestor, amen, met with God on the mountain and gave us the law. This was the mentality before Christ came on the scene. Next slide, please. Saints, the New Testament writers logically must have experienced an impactful event like the resurrection, like seeing somebody you saw die with your own eyes come back to life, that you would eat with this person, that you would touch this person, that you would hold on to this person, that you would be taught by this person, Hallelujah, that you might even feel uncomfortable at first around this person and frightened because this person was alive again. This person was God incarnate and an impactful event like the resurrection in order for them to become Christians as evidenced by their change in lifestyle and belief when you're comfortable amen and you're doing what you believe right is right it would take an impactful event like the resurrection to get you to change your way of life hallelujah glory to god let's take a look at it hallelujah number one what happened after christ's resurrection amen the cessation of participation in animal sacrifice Instead, sac- recognizing Christ's sacrifice. Amen. So we no longer need to sacrifice animals, they they would say to themselves. Amen. Glory to God. Because Christ was the ultimate sacrifice, and his sacrifice was sufficient for once for all time. Hallelujah. Their sins were paid for past, present, and future. Amen. Glory to God. Because God came, put on flesh, and died in their place. Hallelujah. Number two, seeing the law of Moses fulfilled in Christ's life, Christ came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it he fulfilled every requirement of the law perfectly every day for every day that he lived hallelujah glory to God he was the innocent sacrifice hallelujah that died on the cross hallelujah thank you Jesus so there would be no 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 more need hallelujah to sacrifice animals hallelujah or innocent animals to cover your sins hallelujah number three recognizing God as a triune being amen Jesus revealed Hallelujah, uh, God as Father, Father God as Father, hallelujah, himself as Son, and that the Holy Spirit, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, completed the triune being, the complex being we know as God. Yahweh was always three in one, they just didn't know it. The eternal existent one was always three in one. He is a complex unity, one being, three persons. We are one being and one person. Amen, hallelujah. But God is a being beyond our complete. We can apprehend it, but we can't comprehend it in totality. He is a being of, hallelujah, uh, 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 um, omnipotent being, amen, hallelujah, that's omniscient, amen, omnipresent, amen, glory to God, and complex in his unity he's God if you could figure him out completely he would not be God hallelujah thank you Jesus it's a mystery his his totality to us hallelujah glory to God thank you Jesus Sunday worship instead of Sabbath worship the Lord's day Hallelujah. Jesus was our Sabbath rest. We rest from our efforts and our labors to gain God's approval through law keeping. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus has accomplished for us with his finished work at the cross, a rest between us as believers and God. He is our Sabbath rest and the Sabbath, amen, being the seventh day. Hallelujah, ultimately points, amen, to the millennial kingdom, amen, hallelujah, where the earth will be at rest as Christ sits on the throne of Israel and rules the world as its political leader. It's coming. Hallelujah. We're in the sixth day. Hallelujah. The seventh day is coming. Hallelujah. Completion. It's coming. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So when we now, you can worship on any day you want, hallelujah, but when we regard the Sabbath day, hallelujah, glory to God, as something we have to continue, we, we, we lack understanding of what Jesus accomplished at the cross and what is coming during the millennial kingdom. My God. Hallelujah. Number five, hallelujah. Recognizing that Jesus as the sacrificial Messiah, not the conquering Messiah, but that he came to lay down his life as ransom for many. Hallelujah. That they recognize as believers, new believers who saw Christ, the risen Christ, hallelujah. They recognize that we are. Although keeping all the traditions, amen, of Abraham and Moses and all of the patriarchs before them, the saints before them, amen, that they all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Despite all those practices, amen, hallelujah, they were not yet at God's standard. Only Jesus, only God could come Himself, put on flesh, Amen, and die for us. Hallelujah, to bring us to that place. Amen. A sacrificial Messiah. He will come back as a conquering Messiah. Hallelujah, glory, at his second uh, coming, hallelujah, glory, God. I'm not talking about the rapture, I'm talking about when he comes to and comes to stay, hallelujah, glory to God, but they recognize him as a, a sacrificial Messiah, and number six, ident- identifying with Christ through baptism instead of circumcision, amen, you know as a Christian we are to identify with Christ or find our identity in Christ, I have a culture, I have an ethnicity, I have a race, but my identity is is in Christ and out of that I could recognize those other things but the foundation the core of who we should be because sometimes we struggle and we still put things above the identity in Christ hallelujah glory to God we put cultures and practices and things above Christ hallelujah but our identity is in Christ a matter of fact we've taken on his name we're Christians hallelujah glory to God thank you Jesus thank you Lord What is the conclusion of all this? The eight Jewish writers of the New Testament as a result of their conversion to followers of Christ were kicked out of synagogues, beaten, tortured, and killed. They would have no earthly motivation to lie about the resurrection if it did not happen. Paul had power. He had influence. He was trained by a Uh, the greats, amen, in Judaism. He was empowered to persecute the church. I'm sure he had a little bit of paper too, some money. Why would he abandon that lifestyle of power, influence, amen, hallelujah, to be beaten, to uh, uh, to be persecuted, amen, and ultimately killed, amen, if he did not see something. Why would the other apostles, amen, hallelujah, give up the privileged life that they had if they did not see something? In our modern minds, we think of Christianity as mega church, amen, and 20,000 members, and the pastor's rich, amen, and on TV, hallelujah, glory to God. But Christianity at its core is to be persecuted, amen, to be rejected, amen, to think you're crazy, amen, because you believe that God put on flesh, died, and came back to life. It does not make logistical sense that they made this up and wrote it down if they did not see something. There was explosive growth from a bunch of teenagers, and and Peter was probably in his early 20s because they saw something. And they wrote it down. And they left it that we all might see it Read it and partake of it today. Amen. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Chicken or the egg, the Bible created Christianity or Christianity created the Bible? There's a thought that Christianity created the, that the Bible created Christianity, that there would be no Christianity without the Bible. It's a made-up story. And it's just a religion just like every other religion in the world. Let's take a look. I'm going to be quoting from Frank Torek on this next slide here. He's a Christian apologist. Uh, he has an fa- uh, um, organization called cross and he says, Christianity is not true because of the scriptures. Anybody got a Bible? I, can t- I, know. I can't move right now. Hallelujah. Let's say amen for Sister Durette. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. My bride. Amen. There are many that believe that Christianity came from this book. But is that the case? Christianity would be true if the Bible never existed. Christianity would be true if the Bible never existed, and we're talking about, is the Bible reliable today? Hallelujah. Do you realize there were thousands of Christians before line of the New Testament was ever written? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Christianity did not originate with a book. Christianity originated with an event. And that event was the resurrection. Hallelujah. As we read in first, fi- uh, first Corinthians 15, 3 through 8. Hallelujah. There would be no book without the resurrection. The New Testament writers did not create the resurrection. The resurrection created the New Testament writers. That was quotes from uh, Frank Torek, a Christian apologist. Hallelujah. There was Christianity before the Bible or the New Testament portion of the Bible was written. Because Christianity is based on the resurrection. God died. God died on flesh, died for our sins and rose on the third day. I want you to take this in for a second. Do you believe in the resurrection? Is this something that you've contemplated? Is this something you've thought about? Amen. Have you conducted your life and your Christian walk without really contemplating the resurrection? Yes, you have been to, quote-unquote, Easter services or Resurrection Sunday services, but do you really fathom that God rose on the third day and changed the world forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go. Hallelujah. Next slide. Extra biblical proof of the resurrection. We're going to go and look at Josephus. He was a, uh, a, a, a Jewish historian. He was not a Christian. Amen. And he wrote this. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Uh, Josephus' description of Jesus. He says, now there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pleasure. He drew over to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was the Christ, and when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principal men among us, had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the first did not forsake him. For he appeared to them alive again the third day as the divine prophets had foretold these and 10,000 other wonderful things concerning him and the tribes of Christians so named from him are not extinct at this day. This is from the Antiquities of the Jews, Book 18, Chapter 3, from the works of Josephus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This non-Christian Jewish person who had no motivation other than writing the truth confirmed the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We serve a person of history. Amen. Hallelujah. And these writers of the New Testament wrote down what they experienced. They were transformed. They were converted. And they wrote it down. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is just one argument of many of the validity of the New Testament. Hallelujah, glory to God. They would not give up their life of privilege to have a life of torture, running, persecution, and ultimately excruciating death for a lie. There are people that die for things, but they believe that thing is the truth, even if we know it to be a lie, hallelujah. People do not die when they know it's a lie, hallelujah. There would be nothing to gain, hallelujah, glory to God. They saw the risen Christ. Somebody say hallelujah. Next slide, please. But where's the evidence of the Old Testament's reliability? You talked about the, the apostles, and they wrote the New Testament or these Jewish writers including uh, uh, if we add to it Luke but what about the the old testament how how what makes that reliable and Noah's ark and the flood and the red sea and crossing the river jordan on dry land why why, why isn't that fantasy next slide please we're going to come out of Luke 24 now that we have Give it an argument. And there are other arguments. I couldn't give all the arguments today, but we gave the argument through the lens of the uh, uh, the Jewish writers seeing something, the apostles seeing something. Amen for the reliability of the New Testament. Amen, hallelujah. But here we're going to read the account of the resurrected Christ, meaning two of the apostles on the road. Not not one of the twelve. Not two of the twelve, but there were many followers of Christ. Amen. At that time. Amen. He's meeting them on the road to Emmaus. And he says this. Hallelujah. They've told him all that's going on in the last few days. They were confused why he didn't know about all this. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he was uh, concealing his identity. And he says to them, then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself in other words he acknowledged the old testament it's called the law and the prophets or moses and the prophets that's what the bible calls the old testament amen if jesus expounded or explained or described the old testament to two believers after his resurrection and revealed where he showed up in the scene in the old testament to them hallelujah Hallelujah. That means that if Jesus believes in the Old Testament, we should do. Anybody that gets up from the dead, I'm going to tend to believe. If he tells me to believe the Old Testament is reliable, I'm going to believe that it's reliable. Amen. Glory to God. Well, Brother Pastor, I heard that they're like hidden, a... um, Uh, Hidden um, scriptures, amen, that they're different Old Testaments. Yes, the Catholic Church has added four books to the Old Testament, but that was in a response to the Protestant Reformation by Martin Luther. They added those, amen, to try to thwart, hallelujah, his protest against their practices during the Middle Ages, amen. The quote-unquote Protestant Church or the church that is not Catholic, amen, hallelujah, has the same Old Testament as the Jewish people follow today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus himself confirmed the Old Testament as reliable. Amen. So if we believe that these men saw something and wrote it down, and they they gave up their privilege to write it down, hallelujah, they they wrote it down knowing they were going to die. Is that a reward? Write this down, you're going to die. Write this down, you're going to be tortured. Write this down, you're not going to have a mega church, amen. You're going to be killed and be imprisoned. You don't go into prison for no reason. You go in because you saw something. And that was the resurrection of Christ. Let me close with this, holiday, next, last slide. Conclusion. Jesus, the resurrected God-man, believed and taught from the Old Testament. As a result, we we should, too and count it as reliable belief in the logical argument for reliability of the new testament through the impactful event of the resurrection which motivated the apostles and others to write the new testament leads to a belief in the reliability of all biblical scriptures so if we believe in the new testament and in the new testament jesus believed in the old Then we have an argument for belief in the reliability, the trustworthiness, the truthfulness, the credibility of all scriptures. And thus, as Christians, we can build our lives off of what the book says. It's not a fantasy. Amen. Listen, if miracles happened every day, they wouldn't be miracles. They would just be every day. Hallelujah. They are meant to capture the attention. Amen. Of the witnesses. Amen. They are they are meant to. Hallelujah. Draw you closer to God. Hallelujah. I said the other week there were 250 recorded. There were more than that, but there were 250 recorded miracles in the Bible. The Bible spans, amen, hallelujah. Some say 6,000 years, amen. Divide, hallelujah, 6,000 by 250. It doesn't happen every single day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God took care of me during my time with my torn Achilles, amen, but I did not experience a miracle. I experienced blessings based on what was here on the earth already. God bless me and the family, amen, and I am healed, hallelujah, now, glory to God, hallelujah. Miracles, amen, hallelujah, they do occur, but they're not every single day, amen, because we was, where well the miracles today? I don't see no miracles, amen. There may be a miracle going on somewhere but we're just not there right now. Hallelujah, glory to God. I believe we're going to experience some here. Hallelujah, glory to God. The reliability of the Bible, hallelujah, is something we can trust in and believe in. I'm done. Somebody say hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.